When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Mahomes looks to the left side. Sinai fires back and ends up caught. Touchdown! Kansas City actually a circle route. By Isaiah Pacheco. Scrambles left, still got it. Scrambles back right. Throws it in the end zone. Caught for a touchdown in the back of the end zone by C.D. Lamb. Goff turns, fakes the give, sets the pocket. Left side, wide open. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Sam Laporta. Wrapping up hour number two here on Hurt At Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We are getting you uh, set for our guy Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. He is uh, He covers NFL football, and uh, he is joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline. Vinny, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Oh, there we go. We've got Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. Uh, Vinny, been a busy week here with uh, some coaching changes. Obviously, the highest profile one is Bill Belichick, uh, but we've got Pete Carroll moving on as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on how each of those played out and with the hiring of Gerard Mayo already in New England? Yeah, I mean, I knew they were going to act pretty fast in New England to just have something lined up. You just don't move on from Bill Belichick without having a little bit of a plan. And Gerard Mayo, I think, has a little bit more connection to the current players and team than, say, an outsider that has some knowledge of the Belichick system and Mike Vrabel. So it was a good, uh, quick decision here. I mean, I think they've been grooming him as a successor for a while, potentially. And the former player cycle is now more interesting right now with what Antonio Pierce did as an interim coach he might be promoted full-time to the Raiders Dan Campbell those type of uh, guys are probably going to get more kind of attention here as we go forward D'Amico Ryans of course being a great example just going from uh, being a leading linebacker to his team to leading that same team to the playoffs so I really think that's going to be a bit of a trend with some hirings going forward on top of finding those young offensive coordinators who can really turn around a team and a quarterback. Vinny, on that other opening, the big one in Seattle, 
Where do you think they might look in terms of their next head coach? Obviously, they're um, taking a little bit more time than the Patriots did because the Patriots barely took a day. Um, but there are, are there some some logical candidates that make sense for the next Seahawks head coach? Yeah, I think Dan Quinn is the one we circle right away. I mean, you have Pete Carroll still part of the team for now. I mean, that's before he may be pursuing something else if he wants to keep coaching. But I think that was the reason is to maybe reach out to some of these guys that worked under Pete Carroll. It's a really good job. I think it's a seamless transition for Dan Quinn, having been there already as a defensive coordinator. And I think he was just waiting for the right opportunity to leave Dallas. He's done a really good job with that defense. But keep in mind, he's also a coach that took a team to the Super Bowl. I know Kyle Shanahan gets the credit a little bit for that 2016 MVP run with Matt Ryan and the Falcons. But Dan Quinn was the head coach. And uh, we remember 28-3, and I think unfairly that has kind of uh, kept maybe Dan Quinn in a bad light. But he was a very successful coach when he had the opportunity, turned around a team, brought in the right guys. So I look at the Seahawks, obviously they were 9-8 and eight in the last two seasons. So there's something there where you don't need to do too much here to keep them competitive and they keep that kind of Pete Carroll mentality going. So, Vinny, as we know across the board, right, you know, you have openings for a spot for Bill Belichick. You have something opening up potentially for Pete Carroll, depending on what he wants to do. Um, and then, you know, just Vrabel was another name that popped up recently on the board, which was probably the most shocking to me. Some would argue Carroll. I think Vrabel was was the, the more shocking one. Where do you see at least those guys ending up if they do stay in football? Yeah, I think the biggest thing right now for Pete Carroll, I mean, he's used to it. He's had a general manager. He's worked side by side with him, John Schneider, who's done a really good job there. But Mike Vrabel, that was the question mark, right? They made some changes. They had uh, John Robinson as the GM. They moved on from him pretty quickly here, at, even though he's had some good success. The Ryan Tannehill acquisition and some of the drafting he's done. So I think what happened there, Mike Vrabel maybe wanted too much personnel control and things that, Maybe the Titans weren't willing to offer. So that's going to be hard, right? I think the new trend in general, you look at some of these uh, partnerships, uh, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell has been really successful. You look at Sean McVay and Les Snead. I think this is the kind of thing that more teams are looking for, that partnership between GM and coach that works out versus one guy calling all the shots. And I think maybe the exception is Belichick, right, because of his experience. I think I look at him and – I think he has a better shot, much better shot, I think, obviously, in this cycle than either Pete Carroll or Mike Rabel to immediately get rehired. I mean, Belichick is the much bigger name, much more accomplished. Carroll, as good as those Seahawks teams have been, it's not like they've had massive breakthroughs here. They've been more of a middle-of-the-road team here. So I look at the commanders, and I think they're going to do everything they can to get Bill Belichick because they also need a director of football operations. I think teams would be a lot more comfortable giving Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick the entire power versus Vrabel or Carroll. We're talking with Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News. Vinny, with that said, if you were a team, would you have any concern about giving Belichick personnel control considering the way it's gone recently? That's probably the area that you would point to as the bigger problem for Belichick than the actual coaching. Is that something you'd be comfortable doing if you were an NFL team looking to hire Bill Belichick? What I would do with Bill Belichick, obviously he knows how to coach defense. And I think you would say, okay, 
we're going to get you the defensive players you want and the commanders that was the big issue this year he's going to automatically if he has an influence on that team make it better just by the way he schemes even with that same talent that struggled for jack del rio and ron rivera so that's one thing to look at and then the other is this uh commanders are in great spot they have the number two overall pick they've got nine draft picks so I think it just depends on the situation. I think in that particular situation, you'd feel more comfortable giving them control because it would be a big change and an upgrade from what you had. But if you're looking for other situations, uh, maybe you're in Atlanta where you have uh, an established GM there in Terry Fontenot who's done a pretty good job getting some players in, I don't think he'd be a good fit for that situation. But then the Chargers, you look at them, they're looking for a GM as well as their coach. So... I think that's the kind of environment that we're going to have to look at for Bill Belichick because it's hard for all that he's accomplished to take anything less than that combined role. Vinny, is Jim Harbaugh on the move to the NFL? You mentioned the Chargers, and that's been the number one spot he's been connected with. If you were making a prediction, is he staying at Michigan because he just won a title there and because he's beloved there, or is he coming back to the NFL? Well, I think right now it's about 50-50, but I think the NFL might be pulling him because this is also a unique situation. There's not many coaches that have been able to win titles in college and in the NFL, and Jim Harbaugh was a few moments away from winning a Super Bowl as well and to join that exclusive club, who includes Pete Carroll, who I mentioned before. So that's a challenge, right? I think it's kind of a family that takes – coaching challenges personally. You look at his father, longtime coach, and, and doing well in the FCS level. You look at his brother, obviously, there with the Ravens, doing a great job for many years, and uh, rose from a special teams coach. So I think they just pride themselves on coaching challenges. And I think the Chargers are a reasonable challenge because you're trying to catch Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But then again, you step right into a situation where you have Justin Herbert, a quarterback that can get you there. And you don't have to worry about that. Where all these other situations, Atlanta, Washington, Carolina, even with a drafted quarterback, Tennessee, you've got to worry about the quarterback and worry about if he's going to come through. With Herbert and the Chargers, you know you have that going for you immediately. Vinny, just a couple minutes left here. I wanted to get to a little bit of NFL playoff talk since the wild card weekend is coming up starting tomorrow. Which of these matchups in the wild card weekend are you most intrigued by? Yeah, I, I think when you look at the games, it's actually the last game on the schedule. It's the Eagles Buccaneers because mm. the Eagles have been under a lot of pressure and. We know they're banged up, and they're battling a lot of injury adversity. We'll see if A.J. Brown can suit up. It looks like they'll be slightly healthier, but their defense, especially in the secondary, has been decimated. So I don't know. They're coming limping in. I think this is going to tell a lot about the Eagles here. They could just fade away, and the Buccaneers take them out, or they win this, build some more confidence. We, we see what the Eagles are about. But I think this is the sneaky best game. I know there's some marquee with the Packers-Cowboys. There's a lot of revenge narratives, especially with uh, Browns-Texans and Rams-Lions. But when you look at this game, Eagles-Buccaneers, I think it's the best kind of referendum game where are the Bucks capable of doing more than this? They just want a weak division, but you know they have a lot of talent and you know where they've been in the past few years with a different quarterback. So 
Eagles Bucks is most intriguing. I think it's flying under the radar a little bit, being the final game and being isolated on Monday. Then you got about thirty seconds here. Uh, quick one. You mentioned uh, you know sneaky teams there. Who's your sleeper team to go the distance? Yeah, I think you have to circle the Rams. I mean, they've been there just a couple of years ago, so that gives you some evidence. Their their defense nearly not as good as that, but they have a lot of youth around Aaron Donald and played really well up front in the secondary everywhere. They've really drafted well for teams that kind of just pushed on draft picks and didn't need them. So we'll watch the Rams. I mean, if they can beat the Lions, they'll have some momentum. I think if you're looking for a team in the AFC, it's hard to call them sleeper, but you should number three seed. I just would not sleep on that until Patrick Mahomes is out of the playoffs. He's not through the higher seeds. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. Vinny, thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch up with you again soon. All right. Thank you, guys. That's Vinny Iyer. He covers the NFL for the Sporting News. Coming up next, we will have hour number three of Bird Sports Radio here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities.